You're listening to the sound of my voice. Hello, everybody. My name is D'Angelo Valentine, and this is Unplugged. And in today's episode, we're talking about the jewelry business. And today I have a very special guest, Raymond Miller, and he's going to come in and give some golden nuggets. I I put a pun in there, golden nuggets. (laughs) But he's going to tell us about the jewelry industry, what to look for, what is good to buy, what is not good to buy. What are the scams out there? And he's just going to be very real about it. And I know a lot of you ladies out there, you want that ring. Well, he already knows how to get you that bling. So basically, I just want to kind of give people a reference. So I go by, it's Raymond Miller is my name, but I go by 14 Carat Ray. I mean, obviously the world standard is 14 Carat. And in North America, more time, they kind of like moved it down a bit and brought it to this 10 Carat, where a lot of people are always in question the difference between 10 Carat and 14 Carat. So 10 Carat's a little bit lesser of copper, more of copper actually, I should say, than gold. And 14 Carat is more gold. So Mm. I tend to always try to push clients to buy 14 Carat stuff first is the 10 carat and then for my bio here now it's it's pretty straightforward i I grew up a kid you know used to watch a lot of 18 so mr t was a guy that i looked up to a lot and Ah. i mean just seeing the royalty with him wearing all that jewelry it's mesmerizing it's just it captivates your heart as a kid you're like wow that's this gentleman's really he's well done like he's elegant he's smart he's well cut he's strong he's powerful and then the jury just accents how 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 debonair this gentleman is when it comes on to not even episodes, but just overall as a, as a as a character in the show. And then you realize that in real life, he, he pretty much is life imitating art. He's mm-hmm. that guy in a person. You see him here and there, and he's always, always looking good. And as a kid, I said, yeah, I just wanted to emulate that. And I never saw a lot of black people to that degree stepping up to do certain roles. And that was a monumental role for him. Mm. And then, and then, like I said, we'll, we'll go down the road with the jury aspect of it there. And I mean, like I said, you know, I kind of feel that in the jury game, there's not a lot of people like me that represent the jury to the, to the degree that I do, or I feel I do. Mm. And it, it's based off of where there's a lot of guys that just are into the culture. Ah. And then that's sometimes where, you know, people are in the culture and it's just showmanship. They mm. don't stand by the principles. And a lot of people of color, they know that in, the, in our original inheritance and how it started off is the butter system. And gold for us, it, it means so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels good to rock that ice. You know what yeah. I mean? It just makes you feel like, like a king. You know I mean, and in Western Africa, that's what the, the gold standard was, is that we always felt so nice wearing that jewelry. And we just said, okay, inheritance element, that's what we passed along to our kids. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of like how I said, you know, I wanted to get into jewelry and I've been moving forward with it. I've been doing jewelry for about three years and learning the trade is something where a lot of people don't get the opportunity because we're kind of like shelled off to the side. We're just mainly buyers. So I decided to say, let me step into the industry and be I was once a buyer, obviously, but now I'm a person that creates art with jewelry. Mm. And that separates me from a lot of the other guys who are just, I want to you know, have jewelry, I want to just wear jewelry, I want to sell jewelry. They're not culturally connected like I am, let's put it that okay, way. Okay, okay. So it leads into my first question. Why are diamonds considered the most valuable stone in the world? What is the whole craze about it? And is are they like really rare as they say they are? Well, I mean, to, to touch on that a little bit is, I mean, the, the rarity of the diamond is it's, it's all about how the diamonds are formed. So obviously it's formed in the crust of the earth, and then there's a certain element that creates that energy that forms these diamonds, making them so strong. But the price point of the diamonds, it's, it's like for a woman who wants to get an engagement ring, I suggest the gentleman look at it from the three months to six months to purchase a nice ring for their lady. And as in the expensive point, it's, it's all about the carrot. It's about the cut, the color. 
know what I mean? And those are some of the things that are very important, right? The cut, the clarity, and the color. And then the carrot weight is what actually brings the price to where sometimes people are taken back by the price. Right? So that, that's one part. But I mean, there are some very, very rare diamonds. Like there are pink diamonds, there are blue diamonds, and there are red diamonds. And those are what are like exclusive, very, very high-end diamonds. Mm. Okay. And also you answered number two, too, because how can you tell if a diamond's more expensive than another? And, and know, that's based off of the weight of the diamond, weight right? Of the diamond. Yeah, the clarity of the yeah, diamond. Those true. are definite elements that people... And, and what about like the region, too? Is there... Because like I know with when it comes to like wine and champagne, and it's like, okay... If the champagne comes from Champagne, France, right? So it would be considered such and such, like, or if there's like a wine from Italy or from a certain particular region, it would be rated as such. Is that the same thing when it comes to diamonds or any other gem? I mean, the funny thing about it is that uh, people tend to forget that diamonds are pretty much anywhere in the world. There are a lot of places like there's Russian diamonds, there's like Asian diamonds, and we've got some like Ontario diamonds that people have mined and they've found diamonds. And I mean, like Africa, Western Africa is where a lot of the heavy duty diamonds are found. And then they're obviously like India is a place where they cut the diamonds. And then obviously they're produced in a certain way where they're elementally distributed all around basically North America and what have you. Okay. And um, why is it that um, there's a lot of emphasis on diamonds instead of like emerald, sapphire, ruby, those other gems because like if i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong um aren't those a little bit more expensive or more rare than diamonds itself because like i know for diamonds diamonds could be made in the lab diamonds could whatever process could be done to form them right versus those other gemstones i mean there's there's a lot of creativity that's come a long way technology wise for diamonds like you're talking about like lab diamonds right now which are pretty popular a lot of people are looking at lab diamonds because you get some of the same insights that you'd get in real diamonds that are like worldly made not man-made but obviously made and you see those diamonds and the aspect of where they still give you a cheaper price point so a lot of people now it's, it's tricky because sometimes people are going for like the genetic diamonds and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're losing out. It's just a matter of what you like. So as in like the rubies and the emeralds, I think the creative element is that mainly diamonds came across as a way for a man to show his love towards his woman. So as a company, Deborah's, they basically tricked a lot of people into thinking that diamonds are a woman's best friend. And it stuck to where we are today. And a lot of people have still stuck with that. Okay. Um, and now another question would be, um, what are the... Like the little, because you know that there's a lot of scamming going on in, in the business. What are the kind of the pitfalls to look out for to make sure that you're not being scammed or you're not being sold conflict diamonds? And how can you tell if what, what is like a conflict jewelry versus something that is like mined in your backyard? So, I mean, when it comes on to like conflict diamonds, I'm myself personally, I, I don't play around with that stuff. I mean, there are definitely where people get diamonds, they're brought over here illegally. So that's how they become conflict diamonds, where they're, somebody smuggled them into the country, they're selling them at such a great price that a lot of people can't turn down that price. But if you're unaware of the do no documentations behind the diamonds, that's probably not what you want to purchase. Those are not like legitimate good diamonds to buy. And then to top it off, there are a lot of other things that people do with diamond quality. So sometimes when you do buy a diamond, you want to make sure you get your paperwork to support what you're actually getting. And that helps you obviously identify the flaws and the advantages and the good parts of the diamond that you want to obviously see and display. 
Okay, okay. And then now in, in relation to... Um, we can talk about like rings as well. Um, what's the difference between getting like a designer ring versus like something that's custom, like break it all okay, down? Okay, yeah, so I can talk a little bit about the custom thing for sure. So, I mean, basically there's a lot of people that are, they want to be original. So I'll talk about the custom first. So being original means that you're going to get a one of one. So that's like, I mean, with jewelry, a lot of people now have looked at it where there's like, there's decor, there's, there's Cartier, there's Burks, and they have certain styles that are, everybody kind of sees with a premium. And that's, those are like the high end people. And then there are the smaller people that still give you those great designs that are similar or even better at a cost that a lot of people can still afford. So it's one of those things where it's your budget. And then you have to look at as in, I want to be different. So I want something unique. Then you want to see somebody that's going to give you that, that experience. And that's kind of like where I step in. Okay, alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. And my next question, what is more valuable if you were to have your piece appraised or uh, if you wanted to re resell? Okay, yeah, so basically how it works for the resale market is that's why you gotta get your paperwork. And I mean, a lot of people will buy things from places and they won't get a receipt and they can't really ident they can't identify or authenticate if they're, what they're purchasing is really what it's supposed to be. So if the appraisal now, appraisal will basically tell you what you purchased, like the, the value of what you purchased, and that helps you with not only insurance, but it also helps you if you wanna resell that particular item that you purchased, it gives you a, a vast amount of information, some information that you, you need that represents what you purchased. And that's why with custom pieces, most times people want to get an appraisal done and you want to see a good appraisal person to get that work authenticated. Um, and like, would that be like the jeweler themselves or is that a, a person that's like very specific that's for that? For sure, for sure. So they're the appraisal people, they only appraise jewelry, they appraise watches, diamonds, gold, they basically spend time in school, university, just as a gemologist to tell you exactly what the gems are you're purchasing. And then they're able to identify that pretty much in the blink of an eye and say, okay, this is what it is. This is what it's valued at. And then that information you give to your insurance company and that helps protect you as well as a consumer. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you don't want to get jacked or anything like that. Um, trying to think of another question. Um, now, even for like watches too, like I used to be in the watch game for a little bit, okay, okay, a, a, a little bit. But what sets a expensive watch versus like okay, like a, a long jeans from a Rolex? Like what what separates the two? That's a very good question. I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's it's number one. You a lot of people have to realize that it's it's about your budget. And I mean, a lot of people who are real jewelers are going to always say to the person, their client, okay, first of all, what is your budget? So once the person understands their budget, they know, okay, if you say you want to spend $5,000, then you're more going to something that's $5,000 versus giving a person a price point that they, they're not going to be obtainable. It's, it's just not realistic. And then with the Rolexes, I mean, those are the hot watches on the street, obviously. And, and obviously the artists that are out here, they're very, very popular and they have the best residual value. I mean, there's Cartier that's there. There's Breitling that's there. There's AP, you know what I mean? There's Philippe Pitek. And then when you really want to get crazy, there's Constantine Vacheron, which are like the watches where they've got like meteorites added into. And there's obviously Jacob & Co, which are obviously stellar watches. But I mean, for everyday purposes, like I think a lot of people have moved towards Rolex because it's world renowned. It's recognized anywhere in the world. If you get into a situation and you need to kind of make a little quick flip, 
once the person can identify, authenticate your Rolex, that's the fastest moving watch that's out here, to be honest. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's a very good that's a very good point now. And seeing that we're in a pandemic right now, how how is the jewelry business? Like how how is it like shaped and <laughs> I know it's a t- <laughs> I mean let, let's keep it let's keep it real. Like I mean yeah. to be honest with you, I feel that you know the more creative you are, if you're in the pandemic and you're a person with buying power, the pandemic's not going to stop you from spending money. Like I've got a few couple clients here and there that are still doing repairs. They're still looking for watches. And I mean, when people are in tough times, people need to find ways to release extra excess. So people who have stuff who don't really need it now are starting to say to themselves, okay, well, I got a watch or two, a couple chains. I'm not really wearing it. The King Street shut down right now. I can't really show. So maybe I'm going to sell it or I'm going to pawn it and we'll, we'll figure it out. And I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it, this tough time means people got to be creative. And I mean, love is the answer. So if people are thinking, hey, you know what? I'm in a tough spot and you, you have to look at food versus jewelry. Food's going to win every time. Housing's going to win every time. But I mean, like there's customers right now that are still getting engaged. Like there are people that are moving on regardless really? of the pandemic. 100%. I've got, a, I've got a client right now that I'm going to see later on tonight to show him a, a carrot and a half stone because he's still got to get engaged. He can't say, oh, well, there's a pandemic, babes. I'm going to just fit back here and we're going to wait till next year. She's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Like you wow. got your money you've been saving. Let's get it done. Right. Let's 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 do it. Wow. So, I mean, as I said, it yeah. has been challenging because of government regulations, there's different ways and, and you've got to get creative. You can't just be open now when they say it's lockdown. So you've got to find ways and comfortable zones that, you know, you can meet customers and clients and then say, okay, well, give me what your budget is. I'll, we'll go we'll connect. We'll talk on the phone. We'll do like some video conference calls, chats, whatever we have to zoom, whatever the technology allows us. And then the internet is there too. So, I mean, having Instagram and stuff like that also helps keep things moving along. Okay. And, um, another question, like what, what would be a, like a good budget to, to start with uh, buying, like purchasing an engagement ring. All right. So, I mean, like I said earlier, in the, I'm, I'm actually liking this. This is a really good form you got going on here, brother. But I mean, it, it's nice to know that some people are looking at things where if you have, say, you want to spend $5,000, you got to look at your, your month's income. So say a person that makes $1,000 a month and they say they want to buy a ring for $5,000. That's all it means they've got to save up for five months. Right. I mean, that would be their excess. I hope they don't make a, a thousand bucks a month because if that be the case, then it could be even longer. It could be like 200 bucks a, a pay, what have you. But most of the time, the general question is, hey, how long or how much should I save in order to buy a ring? It all depends on your income. So everybody's income varies. But most times five thousand dollars is a good starting point for something very decent. OK. And, and, and what would be like the size of the stone? I mean, that that doll that falls back right again on the on the clarity, the cut, you know what I mean, and the quality, right? So, I mean, with that being said, a lot of people are, you know, who are trying to budget are more or less buying like SI stuff, which is not bad as long as you get a good color. And I said, it's it's pretty much where your pocketbooks lie. That's that's the realness out here, right? Okay, okay, okay. And I know it's been trending a lot for the last, I would say, 15 years. Okay, okay. Everybody's going after white gold or platinum yeah you know the the funny thing is that how i mean traditionally like back in the say 70s and 80s yellow gold was very dominating when it came on to like engagement rings and and wedding bands and what you've seen happen is there's certain styles that are still the test of time depending on where you fall and i mean white gold is still for rings is like number one platinum is also there as well too and it's all about the price point platinum is a lot more heavier weight wise mm-hmm. than white gold is 
depending yeah. on the carry of the gold. And most times True. jewelers are always trying to say, hey, let's stick with 14K gold because it, it shows really nice. The luster effect is really nice. Okay. So that's that's why platinum and white gold are still representing okay. through the test of time. What about, okay, is there <clears throat> is there 24 karat white gold? I mean, nobody makes rings out of 24 gold. I mean, mainly like it depends on like East Asians tend to use that kind of gold. But as I mean, the more gold it is, the softer it is. So for a ring, you need minimum like 14 karat gold. But a lot of people okay. use 10 gold. It's, it's very tough still. I mean, the look is there, but over a period of time, like, you know, polishing and stuff like that. It will be needed. Yeah, it does. It does start oh. to like, I mean, because remember gold only comes in yellow, right? And then obviously yeah. there's alloys, rhodium, whatnot, you know, that actually gives you that effect the, of white yeah. gold, right? You have to add alloys to get oh. the white gold, right? And I mean, like I said, rose gold is becoming very popular now too. That's yeah, a very, yeah, very I've popular. I've been noticing that a lot, lot of people are wearing rose gold. When I was selling watches, okay. right? Rose gold was a very popular, rose gold with like a, a, a navy blue strap because it would work well with it or um it would be rose gold with black or rose gold with white i mean you know trends come and go i feel like Mm. the consumers are the ones that dominate and they control where the market's going i mean don't let your jeweler try to push you in a direction i mean if, if you're looking at certain things like yellow gold for like say chains and watches it's not going anywhere let's be honest it's gonna be here for the test of time because that's what gold really comes it's actually mm-hmm. yellow yeah so everything else that's there now it'll come it'll go yellow gold will be the thing that will always remain on the standard as for engagement rings people tend mm-hmm. to you know go with what they like yeah and for watches i mean like there's so much things out here now like rolex is making rose gold they're making mm-hmm. white gold watches like everybody pretty much is looking at let's get as many consumers as we can and there's mm-hmm. and there's also things of being visible like when you wear a yellow gold watch, it stands out. Like you see it, like boom, it pops. And then when you wear a white gold, it's a little bit more low key. So t- sometimes people tend to even go with stainless steel. And a lot of those big name companies still have a stainless steel model and a white gold model and a yellow gold model. And then when you really want to get crazy, then they've got a platinum. And that platinum stuff is, it's real. Yeah. It's super solid as well. So for for platinum now, platinum, there's nothing added to it or anything like yeah, that? It's just it's like, I mean, the people, to be honest with you, I'll give you a joke. Like NASA is the one who who uses platinum the most. It's like one of the strongest metals, right? Yeah. So when you're going into outer space and then for some reason, like back in the 90s, a lot of the other artists were like saying, hey, I, I want to get platinum. So then they came up with the platinum finish look, which is white gold with a platinum finish that gives you that kind of lustery look that oh. platinum has. So there, there's a little bit, of, little bit of tricks here and there. But I mean, at the end of the day, like there were a lot of people that were wearing white gold saying, hey, I'm wearing platinum but once you put them on the scale and of equal value the platinum always costs a little bit more there's more intensity work involved to to make something out of platinum oh wow see i didn't even know that you guys are hearing this right now facts on facts right now brother you know we try to give people a good understanding with a little bit of education too right wow wow (laughs) wow i'm just mind blown right now oh my goodness yeah, now I can see why, because like, well, as you know, during the pandemic, uh, things that have been happening to people's cars where they'll cut the Cadillac out of it. But what happens is it produces a lot of platinum. Correct. 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 So now I see why. And it, it that could have been. I mean, know. that's why they're pretty much called precious metals, right? Yeah. I mean, precious metals are precious metals. When times get tough, people get creative. There's sewer drains of so people will say, oh, man, it's iron. It's, it's cast iron. It's, it's copper. Whatever you can find, people mm-hmm. are going to get creative and desperate. So, I mean, that's a part of it, too. With jewelry, yeah. it's it's still the same, right? People are hungry yeah. and things happen and people yeah. try to make the best of the situation. Okay. Wow. 
So, I mean, I said yeah. that a lot of times people have their jewelry and, you know, times yeah. like now are here and you'll find people that bought gold many, many years ago, yeah. their gold went up in value. That's why people sometimes buy gold as an investment too, mm-hmm. right? They can still wear it. They can still enjoy it. And if you bought gold like 20, 30 years ago, like now you're sitting on a, you're sitting pretty pretty. Sitting on you're you're sitting it's, good, right? It's, it's precious metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people will say, okay, look, times are here now. I've yeah. got this jewelry. I'm now longer wearing it. And now's a good time to sell it. So people are now coming in. You see the commercials all over jewelry and these different guys. Yeah. You know, Harold, they're always on the TV saying, hey, I'll buy your used jewelry. And I mean, they, they know what's going on. Everybody yeah. knows it's, it's, it's money, right? Yeah, it's all money. And it's like, especially with um, how the market is going as well. For sure. It's either you have some sort of asset like precious metals real estate or you're now getting into cryptocurrency correct 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 right correct there's people who are even trading like there's there's trading their bitcoin now to to buy jewelry and stuff like that as well you gotta you gotta elaborate more on that i mean so what's what's actually happening is i mean i'm not too crazy on the cryptocurrency currency yet i mean i'm just kind of still waiting to see when the banks are going to get behind it but there are a lot of different firms that are behind the cryptocurrency pushing like i mean the other day elon musk was talking about hey you can buy teslas now with your bitcoin so mm-hmm. he, he invested big money in that. And there's a little bit of politic involved with that as mm-hmm, well. But mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line, it's the barter system on steroids with the with the Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody's thinking, okay, buy, sell, trade, recycle, do it again. And they, as, as the saying goes, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And cryptocurrency was at some re- record numbers. It started sliding again. So it's like you kind of got to get in when you fit it in. Yeah. And if you get in early, a lot of people did well. And if you're getting in now, the markets have been kind of tanking. They've been dipping. So, you know, yeah. now's a good time to buy if you have a little extra. That's, that's the that's, secret. Yeah, that's that's what the I'm secret, right? To get yeah. into. That's but the it, secret. That's actually pretty cool. That it, something, an old barter system, has now you know transferred into this, where people are trading back and forth between gold and Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, money, money is is not as strong as it was. People always say cash is king and what have you. I mean, it's good yeah. to have the cash now because obviously we're in the pandemic. But to mm-hmm. some degree, I mean, people have to find ways to survive. True. I mean, like, you know, today, obviously, they made the announcement we're shutting down again. So it, it's going to get tricky. And I mean, the yeah. government's got to do some different kind of measures to help a lot of the people that are out here. And yeah. small businesses, they're taking a beating, to yeah, be honest, you I, know, they're taking a beating. They're taking a huge beating because, as you know, since Easter, they're like, OK, we're going to pull the emergency break. And then all of a sudden, the announcement just got put in where it's going to be like a full shutdown all over again. Correct, correct. So, so different numbers. Yeah. There's, there's, they're playing around with the numbers a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, they were saying before that some of the numbers are not always as accurate because there's a little bit of time lapse in between. Yeah. So sometimes we're getting numbers that are like two, three days old. So if those numbers are that high, mm-hmm. I think they, they made the right decision. But I think they should have pulled the break or kind of extended us for a longer period of time before. Longer period. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been a little easier. It wouldn't be so yeah. shocking for people. I mean, I mean, yeah. people are going grocery shopping. Okay, fine, but what yeah. kind of designer clothes are you going to be buying when a pandemic? So like, I just <laughs> there's just certain things that are questionable at yeah. where this thing is going. Like there's like like I said, I'm not knocking people to go and buy jewelry and saying, hey, now's the time to go buy the jewelry. But now when the costs are low and you yeah. have a little extra, that's the time that you kind of want to take advantage and buy things and put down because it's not going to be here forever. Very right? true. This Very pandemic's true. temporary. We got to realize that too, you know. And we still have to help each other along the yeah. way too, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, and I, I appreciate you coming in and kind of breaking down the thing. Is there anything that uh, people need to know to make sure that like they're on the ball when it comes to just it, they don't know where to start? Like, I'm not even talking. So, about I mean, I, I can I can yeah. touch on that. I know where you're trying yeah. to go with this. So, so yeah. basically, I will say, number one, do your research. 
mm-hmm. right? Ask a lot of questions. Don't be don't be shy to ask questions and 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 check out different people, jewelers, for say. Don't just take that first number. Use the internet. Take a look around. See what your options are. And then, as I said, take the opportunity to ask people who have also purchased through other people. How reliable are they? Were their numbers fair? How do, how was your interaction? Like, I mean, now we've got to get creative. I mean, we have mm-hmm. to as jewelers. We got to say, mm-hmm. okay, guys, like. Let's be fair. And I mean, for me, I like to be just straight up honest. I don't want to play around. I don't like playing any games. It is what it is. Yeah. Right. Everybody's out here to, to be comfortable mm-hmm. and you want to be fair and you want someone to know that at the end of the day, tell a friend, refer me to somebody else and then we can, we can move on from there. Right. And that's, that's pretty much why I've been growing because I said it, the honesty mm-hmm. element, a lot of people have been dis have a, a bad taste in their mouth from previous experiences. And I'm now trying to say, okay, let's change that. Yeah. Let's change the energy. Let's let's bring some positivity. Let's bring some smiles. Like I love people sending me, hey, thank you so much. You know, my wife and the wife to be loves it. I got engaged. Man, I look I look really good right now. I appreciate mm-hmm. what you're doing. And for me, I look at it like this. I want someone to feel nice after their purchase. That's what makes me feel good. True. I was like I said, for me, I was one time a person who was always buying things. And I was like, man, I wish he could have done this for me. I wish he could have done that for me. And then at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it boiled down to where I just said, I'm stepping into this blindly. Mm. And then stepping into it blindly, I, I took my own experiences that weren't always that great. Mm-hmm. And I translated that to saying, I, how can I be a better person to help people who want to buy things yeah. feel great and comfortable? So I, I have mo- I have like a mobile service now. When people nice. set me up, I say, hey, this is where I am. This is what I'm looking for, price points. And yeah. I'll actually bring it to you, kind of like what Ben Baller does in yeah. the US. And now that's something that some people are a little bit scared, but I have no fear. I'm going to go wherever you are just to come and see you to make sure you end up with something very nice. And it's artwork, period. It's artwork. True, true, true. And like, what is the cost of getting into the jewelry business? I mean, you know what? The the overhead is a little bit hectic, but I've had some really great people around me. You know what I mean? I've had Mm. some really great people that have tried to help me understand things. So you have to look at like, if you have like a little bit of money to burn, you don't want to just jump in here blindsided. There's a lot of other in, in behind the scene costs are there. And then you've got a great, great, great people around you to help you because you can't do everything yourself. It's not like mm-hmm. how it used to be where one person's setting diamonds, one person's po- polishing your jewelry. Like I'm, I'm trying to get more into the sales element. There's some skill sets that I developed to help me. If I really get stuck, I can do a couple little repairs here and there now. But mm-hmm. you want to get into the part where it's the interaction. Yeah, that's That's the key. And you want to be able to inform the clients. This is what we're working with. Mm-hmm. This is what what we need, mm-hmm. and that and that that's what makes the result at the very end great. Because the more they give me feedback, the better results they're going to get at the end of the day. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, this is Raymond Miller, man. Fourteen K Ray, man. I, 14, I'm I'm yeah. comfortable in my craft. Let's 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 keep it real. Wow. You know what I mean, brother? Let's this let's make sure we give head. people the best experience possible. You know no. what I mean? I'm on, I'm on Instagram, fourteen K Ray, Rose Ray. You know we we keep it one hundred with you. It's all about honesty keeping it genuine with people and mm-hmm. just being straight up. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah. no hard feelings. If things don't work out, they don't. But most times they've worked out and the pandemic's here and I'm, I'm still quite busy. So feel yeah. free to reach out to me. I mean, you know, as I said, I give out my Instagram there. Yeah. And I mean, D'Angelo, you know how to get the customers to come to my direction. Yeah. Feel free to pass along course, my information. That's how we do it here. It's all about it, referrals. Know? It's the referral business, you know. Tell a friend, tell a friend, you know. Yeah. And you see how he beat me to the punch? I said, tell them how to get it. You just, you, you, that, you see, <laughs> Anytime when I deal with somebody that I'm interviewing and if they beat me to the punch, that's how you know they're passionate about their stuff. I don't have to be like, ah, 
What, what, what's your what's your contact? But you just went in with it. I mean, you, listen, yeah. it, it's one of those things where yeah. you're either, I'm not born into the jewelry business, so yeah. that's the difference. There's guys who are born into it, so they're like, oh, brother, here we go again. I got to go to work. For me, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm energetic. I'm positive. I Love like going that. to work every day. I like to see Love people that. happy with the end result. That's the key. Yeah. We got to be happy. That's yeah. it. I mean, to, to, to make it to even nicer, I want people to also know that a lot of times I do these charity events as well. Yeah. If you look at my Instagram, 14K Ray, you'll see that I've actually, you know, got sandwiches. We, we bought like meals. We walked around different areas downtown in the harder hit areas. And yeah. we've helped out during this COVID period of time. So it's not wow. just about, oh, we're, we're, our pockets are getting big. No, it's about giving back. That's the key. Programs to help yeah. young kids in the communities, the youth. That's, yeah. that's really why I, wanted, I got into this. Give me the freedom to reach out and show people that there's positive people that are doing things that don't have that old money. This is a new opportunity. So let's let's take advantage of that. Absolutely. I love that. Facts on stacks. You know what I mean? Hey, that's how it's got to be. You know what I mean? We represent now here in a positive way, right? Let's do it. Absolutely. And we've had plenty of conversations on the phone talking about like how to build our community, train up the next generation. And really and truly what I believe is that. I honestly believe that when we pass on, what have we left, right? Because we can't take any of those things with nothing, us to the grave. Nothing, nothing, right? You come here with nothing, you leave and, with nothing. And, and what I like from the time when we were talking, well, I've known you, it's now three years. Correct, correct, correct. Wow, it's already three years already. It's gone by quickly, brother. You, gone, saw the, you saw it, the growth, yeah. the change and the transition. Yeah, so, and I've but, seen that likewise with this platform yeah, that you've got here going on right exactly. now. Exactly, amazing platform. You know, I appreciate it. Giving appreciate people it. an opportunity to voice things that are going on and yep. and do positive things like what you're doing right now. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Passing on something is a legacy. Yeah. It's something that we don't always do as, as people of color. And I think now this generation is moving so directly in that way with passion, energy, enthusiasm. A lot of people can't take that away from us. Our names are going to be forever listed. Yeah. We're ever going to be spoken about years on years. Remember D'Angelo and Raymond? They were they were together in here in the studio doing whatever they have yep. to do to in, to empower the youth. Absolutely. And each other and encourage I've, each other. You know I mean? I got and, lots of love yep. for you, brother. I see what you're doing. This is what we got to do out That's here. You know? we have to real do. recognize real, right? That's how we have to do. And, and a reason, one of the reasons why I built this platform is not only just to share the, share the information, but like you just said, is give people an opportunity to talk about it because there's some people that just don't know, right? They may be walking into a store one day and they're like, oh, but I want to get that ring. But let alone they can have one custom made. They can have like a a properly set budget. They can actually look at the quality of the diamond. Because I remember when I came to see you three years ago, you had a whole set of diamonds it's for options me, yeah for, for sure for lots of options at. to choose from and Correct. you were saying okay this one's good you were like you weren't just tell, telling me oh that one's good no you were educating me on each and every one and then when the ring was finished then you showed me how like um uh what's it called you showed me like what it would be appraised at what it was worth all those different things and it, you actually worked within my budget and you just, that's the key. That's and you, the key. And then on top of that, you did, and then some. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. you know what? At, at the end of the day, it's it's about yeah. good energy. Yeah. So you you can feel the energy from people right when you meet them. You can see sometimes yeah. people are not too sure, and the, and you want to kind of create that certainty effect where it's like, okay, look, yeah, this is what you're working with. Relax. We've yeah. all been down this road, and some of us who haven't, first time mm-hmm. buyers, we want to make sure that their experience is great. 
That yeah. way they always share that positive energy to somebody else. Wow, you know what? Mm-hmm. I had a really good experience over here with Raymond and he, he put it together very nicely. A nice box at the end with a little light that's really popular right now as well yeah. too. You know what I mean? It's another punch right there, you know, the, the finish off the KO. Yeah. And I mean, these small things, sometimes people forget that they mean a lot to people. Yeah. Right. And it helps with the butterfly effect. So you got the butterflies in your stomach, you're there, yeah. you're not sure. And I, I, I always want people to come into the, the energy of thinking to themselves, okay, how would I feel? And I put myself in that person's position, like, okay, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're a little bit nervous too. They don't want to spend too much. They don't want to be, oh man, I spent way too much. So you want to make them feel comfortable and mm-hmm. reassure them that how you're making a good decision. And we mm-hmm. hope they're making a good decision because they're already there and their girlfriend's been pressuring them for a while. Well, that's, that's up to them, but you yeah. want to make sure that they spend and they get their quality with what they've spent. True, true, true. Thank you so much, Raymond, for coming on. I appreciate being here, He's already, but tell, tell us your handle again so people can find yeah, you. Yeah, so again. basically I'm on Instagram, 14KRayRoseRay. You know, that's where you can find me. I, I can put my phone number out here too? Yeah, you can put your phone okay, number Okay, sure. Right so 416-723-4959. Let's get it. Let's do some good things out here. Let's get you all the jewelry. I, I mean, let's let's put it this way. I'm going to try to help anybody who needs the help if information-wise, and then mm-hmm. let's get their jewelry needs met taken care of you know we also do watch repairs and we also purchase other things that you need so if you want to trade in your old stuff for new stuff we i also can take care of you that as well and watch repairs the, the whole nine yards I, i'm right across the board on what services i can provide you with if i can't help you i'm going to put you in the right direction of somebody else who can that's amazing i mean that's one-stop shop yep. right one-stop shop yep so that's great now what about me <laughs> i mean yeah yeah d'angelo put it together here let's, let's see right, what's let going me give on, it brother. to them all right, for those who are just listening to this for the first time, this is season two of Unplugged. It's spelled U-N-P-L-G-D. The only vowel is the U, and you can follow me on any platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Google, whatever podcast platform is out there. And I know for some of you that are in the Caribbean that can't get Spotify, if you can get me on Apple or Google or any other podcast platform, I'm on there. Trust me, I'm on there. U-N-P-L-G-D. The only vowel is you. But if you want to know a little bit more about myself outside of this space, you can find me on YouTube on After Dark. It's spelled A-F-T-R-D-R-K. The only vowel is the A. And I talk about the, the all black lifestyle. I talk about fashion. I talk about grooming, beards, all that stuff like that. But if you want to take it even a step further, you can follow me on Instagram d.aftrdrk and that's where you see the personal side of me a little bit of the snippets of what happens on behind the scenes for both the podcast and also for the youtube channel and just what happens in my personal life so you can find me there so thank you so much raven greatly appreciate it thank my you for having is, me not a problem my name is deandra valentine thank you so much for listening peace